Welcome, everybody. My name is Jonas Bordeaux. I'm CEO and co-founder of Dwellsy, and I'm welcoming you to Rent Matters. Thrilled today to have Hillary on the show. Hillary, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's such a pleasure. You know, as you know, we're constantly interviewing renters to try to understand what the experience is like out there and had a chance to chat with Hillary recently and was just blown away by her search story and, you know, how the whole experience has gone and uh, really excited to introduce her to all of you out there. Hillary, how's the search been for you? It's been interesting. <laughs> as a military spouse, I feel like my search never stops. <laughs> yeah. So the search never stops. Uh, what are the kind of characteristics of what you're looking for right now? What are, you, what are you and your family trying to do? We're thinking we're moving to the Jacksonville, North Carolina area. The military, you don't really know until you actually set foot on the plane or you're in the car on the way there. Never really believe you're moving there until it's actually official, official. Wow, that's a huge amount of unpredictability. That's a lot to, a lot to deal with. Yeah, we th we're thinking we're looking at the, we're headed to the Jacksonville, North Carolina area. So I've started looking in that area for single family homes um, in, a, in, in a neighborhood that's not on base, <laughs> away, a little bit away from the military base. So we have a semblance of normalcy outside of the military. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely, uh, you know, quality of life to be able to choose where you want to be. That makes a big difference. You know, assuming you actually go to your <laughs> targeted location now, how's the search gone for you? It's going well. I think I've, I've just kind of been looking online. We don't have any friends in the area, which is generally one of my go-to uh, resources is to ask friends in the area for recommendations on where to look. But we've had a lot of friends in and out of the area. No one's there now. Um, my husband lived there in the past in that area, but that was six, eight years ago. So the area is entirely developed now compared to what it was then. So I've just been doing a lot of online searching, trying to find the local property management companies out there and do some research on my own that way, trying to utilize social media pages as best as I can to kind of get recommendations. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a lot. Going to a new place where you don't have experience, hopefully some of your husband's experience is useful, but I'm sure he's looking for very different things six or seven years ago when he was solo than now with you and family. So is there a network of military folks that you can tap into to help find places? It's funny, I'm not a huge social media fan, but about two and a half years into our three-year stint living somewhere, I start using social media a lot again, just to find um, a lot of bases have like military spouse pages where people ask questions about where's the best place to live, what are utilities, uh, you know, what should we ex expect off base, um, just uh, general questions about life. Um, so I will find those pages if they exist <laughs> and then go and type all of my questions into the search bar and start looking through past comments and experiences um, mm -hmm. and just kind of trying to gather resources that way. So yeah, social media does become my friend um, every yeah. so often before we move. Yeah, that, uh, that network is such a valuable thing in finding your next place. And, you know, not just finding out about specific places or, you know, experiences with different landlords, but, you know, the ability just to know what a neighborhood is like, or, you know, even find somebody on the ground who can drive by a place for you and say, you know, this one looks like it might be great, but I can't tell. Would you mind, you know? So are you going to be able to visit before you move there or you have to commit to something before you get on the plane? We will probably not visit before we get out there. The military does allow for, well, everything is, is different with COVID. So I'm not actually sure how the Marines will be handling it when we get out there. Um, so assuming we don't have to quarantine, we'll have 10 days to do some house hunting before we actually have to start paying for the hotel out of pocket. So we'll yeah. have 10 days to kind of stay in a hotel out there okay. and get the lay of the land or just kind of have hopefully have some appointments set up to view some properties 
and be able to make a decision that way. So that's most likely what we'll end up doing. There's just, just our schedule right now and with my husband's trainings and it's unless I can carve out some time to go by myself, which probably won't happen, we will just have to kind of use those 10 days wisely and hopefully do a good bit of research to feel comfortable enough to make a decision in that short time frame when we get out there. Yeah, that is, I think that sets a new record for, you know, hitting the ground and <laughs> having to move in, you know, 10 days is a, is a very short amount of time to find a place and, you know, get moved in. So can be done though. I, I know people have done it. Yeah, so. military, when I mean, you get good at doing a lot with very little resources and very little time, this is the hot season of moving during the military. So <laughs> May through September, really May through August, September, things are kind of dying down, but it seems like 90% of the military moves in those three months. Yes, it's probably not that high, but it's the vast majority of people move during what we we call PCS season or permanent change of station. So it does make it really difficult to find properties because there's thousands of others of us competing for properties because we're all moving at the same time. Right. Well, and, and the, the landlords probably don't know what's going to become available until after everybody you know is in motion already, right? Every base is different because some bases, they can rely on everybody moving every three years and they kind of have an idea of when leases will be up. On a training base where people are coming and going every year, six months, you know, 18 months, there's really no schedule to be able to expect who's moving. And so, yeah, it, it gets really dicey. Yeah, I, I, I got to agree. That's 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 a lot of intensity, especially, you know, a lot of these communities like like the one you're looking at. It's a lot of turnover all at once for that one market to handle. That's a lot. Sure, it's insanely hectic on the landlords, just like it is on us tenants. Yeah, no, it's, you know, it's challenging for everybody. I know, um, you know, turnover is always a a bear for landlords, but you know, they're not the ones who actually have to move. They're just the ones who have to make sure the place is kind of clean and ready. Uh, the moving is a heck of a lot more work than the, than the clean and ready. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boxing everything up, et cetera. Yeah. Um, well, I, I bet you've moved a fair number of times. It sounds like any uh, tips on, on moving for our listeners. Yeah. Um, I touched on it earlier. I think as a military community, like you really have to lean into that community because no mm -hmm. one is in uh, those who are outside of that community don't necessarily understand all the obstacles. So I think being able to have that, whether it's just through a social media site where you may not know people personally, but people are very willing to give you advice. I think really lean into that and don't be afraid. Like I said, I don't even like social media. I much prefer face-to-face -face connections. There's so much value in those connections with people who either just move from where you're going or, or just either they just arrived or they just left. They have so many valuable uh, resources that you won't know about just trying to find all those resources by yourself. I also think it's for military families, it's crucial to know your rights as well. There's actually, um, it's called the Service Members Civilian Relief Act. I, I think that was just in the past few years that that was brought to Congress. That really just seeks to protect military families in not being overcharged for security deposits or not being charged for getting out of a lease early. Because when the government mandates you move, you have to move. Just knowing your rights. Most military landlords in military areas are familiar with that. They're not going to try to pull any fast ones because everybody is military. But sometimes they're not. Or sometimes you move to an area where there's not a lot of military. It's a small base in a really remote 
remote area or in a really congested area and you're one of you're that one percent that's a military population so landlords may not be familiar with that so just knowing your rights knowing to look for military clauses in leases is really important so that's other than advocating for yourself that way and knowing your rights as a military family the only other one other bit of advice that I think has been really valuable for me is to just never buy or or never rent sight unseen. <laughs> that is really difficult. I've known a lot of people who have done it. You hear too many horror stories. I know it's tempting to do it, but if you, like we have a dog and I have a 19 month old daughter. When it was just me and my husband, that would have been a little bit easier. We could have kind of made do with whatever we have, but as you grow in your family size or your unique circumstances, buying, or I'm sorry, renting unseen is just, in my opinion, I just, just don't do it. It's better yeah. to live transiently for a month if you have to, than get into a permanent rental or, so, it's funny, I guess it's an oxymoron. It's better to just live transiently in a hotel to really mm -hmm. view places with your own eyes to get in, see what it smells like, see what the neighbors are like, um, see what the neighborhood and the just the, those who are surrounding you, what it's like. Um, because pictures, even videos, don't do it. I just think it's it's crucial to see with your own eyes what you're renting, yeah. walk through it, talk to the landlords. That's really really the best advice I can give. No, I think that that's great advice. You know, being able to see the place. There really is no substitute because there are things that might drive you nuts that somebody else would be totally fine with or vice versa. You know, some things that are totally reasonable. You know, I, I talked to a renter the other day who was absolutely, absolutely essential to her that the fence went all the way down to the ground because her dog was going to get out for sure. Her dog was an escape artist, you know, and... <laughs> And she needed, you know, that fence had to be a particular way. And I get that, right? You don't want to go chasing after your dog every other day. You want to be able to open up the back door and let the dog out if you're renting a house or something along those lines. So, so that kind of, you know, firsthand experience is really hard to replicate unless you can get there in person. I, I've also, I know it's impossible when military families, you might be moving from Germany or you might be moving from Japan and you have no other option and you feel pressured to just kind of buy from afar. Yeah. Um, if that is your circumstance, I highly recommend getting a hold of your spouse's unit, somebody who lives there who can actually, who, also, I guess there's two parts to this. Find someone who can go in person for you and see it, but also someone who has your same cleanliness standards. <laughs> in my opinion, you go to the wife. I think you can't just shoot in the dark and just go find some you know, single Marine who's lived in the barracks their whole life to then go check out places because anything's going to look nice to someone who's lived in the right. barracks for five years. So, right. so finding yeah. someone who also has maybe lived in a single family home that has similar standards or similar desires as you, um, to go check that out for you is much better than just taking a landlord's video for, yeah, for their word. Yeah. I still prefer to never, never rent without seeing myself. But knowing there's absolutely extreme circumstances um, and the military will put you in those circumstances often, that that's yep. my best bit of advice. Send a person who is like-minded, who has uh, certain mm -hmm. the same standards, and who knows your circumstance. Like you mentioned, if you have a dog that likes to escape or if you have a daughter who needs, you know, maybe maybe the picture of the home looks like it's off the beaten path. But somebody actually goes out to look at that house and you realize it's a quarter mile from a highway. So um, things like that, that a video of a home or even the property isn't going to capture. Um, if you can't see it yourself, send someone who can. <laughs> That's an important, yeah, the landlord's going to do what the landlord's going to do, which is, uh, you know, put a good spin on the place. Um, and uh, you need your person on the ground. I, I'd add one 
additional tip to that, which is uh, oftentimes you can do like a live FaceTime video with that person when they're seeing the place. So you can actually walk around and ask them questions and, you know, how's the noise? Does that fence really go all the way down? You know, are the stairs like, you know, I saw, I saw a place the other day with stairs that were like the wrong distance from each other. Um, and somebody was walking down them. They're like, I'm going to kill myself on these stairs. You know, and it's like uh, these quirky things, you know, all of our, you know, every house and apartment in the country has its own quirks. And some of those quirks are just fine for you. Others are, are, are not going to work. So, you know, being able to ask those questions, uh, it's a great tip to have somebody in, in a similar life stage with similar expectations to you go and do a tour for you. Any, any tips about the actual move itself, how to get packed up, how to get, or are you just kind of dreading and you don't want to go there at this point? We, I guess it depends on who you ask and, and their opinions on the matter, but we let military movers move us. So they, they contract out moving companies. They come in, they box all of our stuff up. So it's nice. So we don't have to do the physical labor ourselves. So if you do it that way, which I, again, I, I think some people have plenty of horror stories of movers breaking everything and having to submit claims for something done as small as to a toothbrush. Like they broke everything. They even lost my toothbrush. Like, you know, you hear stories like that when military movers do it, but we still maybe call it insanity. We still rely on those movers because it's just one less thing that we have to do. But if you if you're hiring military movers to do it, always be present in the house. They will come for a walkthrough probably about a week, two weeks before your move, just to kind of figure out the values of everything in your home and the big items and just the condition of things before they move it. So be present for that walkthrough. Always check to see their paperwork, make sure they're not adding in things. So be present for that walkthrough and then be even more so present for when the movers are there to watch that they're actually taking care of your items when they're moving them. Um, and then likewise, on the on the other end of the move, when you've arrived to wherever you're moving into, be there when they're unpacking things, when they're taking boxes off of the off of the truck. So they'll have a, a a clipboard with pieces of paper that will show all of your items and they check them off one by one when the boxes and the furniture come off. Be present for that and do not let them hold the clipboard. You hold the clipboard and visually approve of each item that's coming in like and that you're seeing the number matching the box and that everything is actually there. Yeah, you just got to be present for all of it. You just can't let the contractors do the work. They're not all out there to get you, you know, some of them are very great, but and some of them are just trying to get through one move to the next. So they're just in a hurry. So you just kind of have to be there to be present and keep things in order. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of those life's imbalances when, you know, something is critically important to you that it go well and that everything be taken care of. And to them, it's just another move. They do moves every day. I mean, sometimes you'll have multiple rounds of movers come through, depending on if you're moving overseas or if you're moving stateside. Um, so you kind of have to order your move. And, and so what we do is we have one room, we move everything out of entirely. So it's entirely empty. And we put a piece of paper on that door that says, do not enter. <laughs> and then we load our suitcases, our clothes, our daughter's toys, our dog food, you know, all the essentials that we're going to need, whether it's only for 10 days or a month. And we'll put all of that in that room so the movers do not touch it. So that way, I mean, they, they will even tell you like to be as concrete as hide your car keys, because if they are out, they can pack your car keys. So, you know, put everything in that room when the movers come, but really be concrete with your move and leave things out that you want moved and hide the things you don't want moved because they will end up on the moving truck. Yep, yep. That is, uh, again, really good advice. Thank you, Hillary. This is wonderful. Well, this has been such a pleasure. Really appreciate you sharing your uh, perspective, your experience with our audience. Thank you so much for your time today, Hillary. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of this conversation. It's a pleasure. 
This has been Jonas Bordeaux from Dwellsy with Rent Matters. I hope you've enjoyed our show today. Thank you to Hillary for joining us. Thank you to Lena Stevens, our rock star intern who does an amazing job on production. Thank you to Gloria Tells for music. And last but certainly not least, please make sure to hit the subscribe button and to leave us a review so that other renters can find this podcast. Have a great day and happy renting.